welcome to the Negative World Podcast, a podcast about video games by Nintendo fans and NegativeWorld.org. This is episode 96, and we're recording this on Wednesday, December 21st, I believe, uh, uh, 2016. Uh, we are vastly approaching the Christmas and New Year's, and um, I have a great group of people with me to uh, to kind of have a, a nice big podcast here at the end of the year, so... Uh, first off, welcome Joe, my co-host. Hello, Stephen. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm off script. I'm good. Yeah, it's you know, I mean, that's uh, this reminds me why we have scripts. But I actually encourage you to go off script. Yes. I I like to see these kind of uh, growing pains. I consider them progress, so I support it fully. Now, the other thing that I love to sometimes do is see how long you and I can keep talking. Before we introduce our guests, which forces them into silence. Yes. Uh, and awkwardness. Gets it out early. Gets yes. it out early. Yeah. So, speaking of that, we have two wonderful oh. guests uh, with us. Uh, a Dashley duo that I, I always appreciate having on at the same time if we can do it. Uh, we've got Plute and Bearded Nerd from Negative World. Welcome, Paul and Dave. You guys talk a lot. What? Oh, 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 is it the 21st yet? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, hey, it's the first day of winter. What a bunch it of is. hosers. Oh, that's how it's going to be today. <laughs> Happy winter, everybody. <laughs> Happy winter, Paul. Happy Yay, winter, Paul. winter. It's winter day. Oh, it is winter day. It's it the is first winter, winter day. day. It is winter day. Yeah. I got to change my... Uh, desktop computer background. To winter. Yeah, I've had a video game themed seasonal background for the last two, count them, two seasons in a row. One, two. It's almost like (laughs) Nintendo and and your computer have merged. (laughs) A little bit. Yeah. Actually, I did change my wallpaper at work today. Uh, You know, I I only use Oreoto wallpaper. You know, I mean, I don't know if you, you guys know him. Yes. I, I don't know him. I what haven't told you about Oreo. No, none of you guys know who that is? Yes, I know double I know. double stuffed Oreotos. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> Oreoto is this incredible artist, uh, a French artist, I believe, who weekly creates new beautiful wallpapers that he, you know, he'll sell on his website. But he actually uh, puts them on Redbubble, and you can buy canvas prints, uh, posters, all this stuff. But, man, he just does these beautiful renditions of uh, various video game scenes and occasionally a movie or TV show. But um, right now I think he's working on a Christmas Animal Crossing one, which uh, I might have to figure out a way to, to buy a canvas print of that. I've got three on my uh, office walls right now. I've got That's a really Wind- cool. I've got a Wind Waker one, a Xenoblade Chronicles, and a uh, Pikmin. Oh, wow. wow. Very, very good. Very I'm, good. I'm trying to correct it for you guys. This is, I like this is a lot of growth. But, but I'm, that's what she said. Okay, so Oriodo is an awesome artist. Uh, it's hard to describe it over a podcast, of course. But I uh, I went for the Super Mario 64 one that he had done uh, some time ago, which is a rendition of Mario holding the baby penguin from Super Mario 64 off the ledge while its mother <laughs> watches in fear. So it was pretty hmm. funny. That's amazing. And then I think I switched over to Secret of Mana because it was uh, pleasant. But uh, Secret yeah, of good. 
Savannah. Oh, God dang. <laughs> now I'm just messing with you. Uh, now I'm just messing with you. So, yeah. So I would definitely urge you guys to check them out. I'll give you guys a, a link. In fact, I'll try to remind myself to put it in the show notes. But um, happy winter. Happy winter to the listeners. Uh, happy end of 2016. We are going to spend this episode doing some now playing with a couple of titles here. And then we'll jump into a uh, quick rundown of kind of how our 2016 was dominated on the Wii U and focus on the Wii U because we're going to transition into our main topic, which is a uh, Wii U retrospective of the past generation as we are quickly exiting this thing. Uh, in fact, Nintendo's kind of hit the ejector button on this. Instead of us coming to a nice cool stop, we get out, you know, we stretch our legs. Nintendo is pretty much hitting the ejector button uh, and switching us over to the Switch. A little bit. A little bit. So, uh, that said, let's jump in. Uh, we don't really, we're not going to go through each of ours, so to speak. Uh, we, I think we kind of have a lot of the shared uh, uh, now playing titles. So, let's jump in with DuckTales Remastered for the Wii U. And um, I believe uh, all of, well, you three, you three own it. I technically own it for the next couple days because I'm giving it away as a Christmas gift to my nephew, but... To make sure it worked, I played through the whole thing and beat it. So nice. I can confirm that the game will work on his Wii U. <laughs> Took a page out of the GameStop book. Yeah, yeah. I went to a store called Disc Replay. I picked up Cruisin' World and a bunch of N64 games, and uh, some of them, not Cruisin' World, uh, I will give to my youngest nephew. But my oldest one, I got him uh, DuckTales Remastered, and I was happy to finally be able to play that. But uh, Dave, I believe um, you were the one who actually kind of mentioned this uh, initially as you're now playing, so why don't you yeah. lead us off? Okay, uh, so I started breaking into this game a couple weeks back um, as my kind of nighttime wind-down game, because there's not uh, not a heck of a lot to it in the sense of uh, like really deep thought, just a basic platformer. Uh, never having played the NES original, I can't, uh, I can't compare it. <sighs> actually, check that, correct that, correct that. I never owned the NES original, so it was never a game I played through. I did play it a little bit, but not enough to to recall uh, from a true comparison point. Do uh, do the rest of us own that on uh, the original cart? I do, mm-hmm. and me too. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, yep. very good. Well, I don't. So. <laughs> no, that's fine. I, I just was curious. I was just so, waiting for the judgment and, and all that. No, no judgment. Hey, it's you were silent. getting the experience, man. No, Paul, whatever. <laughs> Paul, Paul, is, Paul is secretly judging this whole damn experience. Oh, no, it's not a secret. It's just silent. That's true. Yeah, it's silently. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure he's going to send me his can... own show notes that say, like, you were a douche. Yeah. Uh, this is horrible. Yeah. You're like the Statler and Waldorf of the Negative World podcast. <laughs> nice. So the problem is he's both Adler and Waldorf all together. <laughs> and he laughs like that, too. That's nuts. Yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. So I've been enjoying that. Um, I don't have any major quibbles with the game. I, I know uh, from my own experience with it and from a few uh, online reviews and a bit of conversation with Paul about the game that it, it fairly faithfully recre- recreates uh, the NES original. Uh, even to the inclusion of some of the, uh, the, uh, hit detection errors and things of that nature. But overall, I've just been really enjoying the game. It's, it's a lot of fun. I, I like the little cut scenes where they have the dialogue and the, and the banter back and forth between Scrooge and the nephew and the nephews and all that. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. 
Do you I, hard pogo or do you regular pogo? Regular pogo. Oh yeah. No. Yeah, me too. That's that's just holding down, right? Or no, yes. holding the button. Yeah, I did not want to jump into the the hard mode. Uh, more or less, make sure you hold the two buttons down. Yeah. What about you, Paul? Did you uh, when you played through? Did you do hard pogo? Classic I switched. Pogo? I switched between the two of them. Well, I mean, because classic pogo is you have to hold down and the button. Well, and that's what they call hard pogo, I believe. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, I used the easy mode. Yeah, I didn't miss it. Because whatever, <laughs> it it just felt nicer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Joe, you did the same. Easy mode. Yeah. Uh, well, that just feels like one of those things that doesn't really detract from the game. In that respect, it's... exactly, and 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 not to be confused with actual easy mode because there are different modes, right? right. Yeah, different too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I I agree, Dave. It doesn't really detract. It's just it's more of a, a better user experience. Yeah. Don't you kind of feel like... like the smaller controller on the NES and the squishy D pad made that easier back in the day? I don't know. I mean, I I went to the easy pogo because I actually remember always accidentally breaking out of it when I didn't mean to, because I thought, you know, I felt I was pressing down on it well enough, so I don't know if it was controller error or, you know, player error, but uh, uh, I don't really have a, a love of the NES controller in that game. Uh, I, I, I did go back and play the original, well, <clears throat> I play it every once in a while. I played it a few months ago, and it does feel, for some reason, a little more intuitive on the original game to do it that way. Yeah. Uh, it might it might be the controller. I, th- I think that's probably it. Well, they really mm-hmm. should have just used the gamepad. Like you, like move the gamepad to Pogo because that's that's really would have you know the gyro controls would have been awesome in this game. <laughs> As you all ponder what the hell that actually would mean, and uh, <laughs> hate me for it, but <laughs> maybe just a little. So, how far through the game are you, Dave? I've got. Two worlds to complete, and then, from what I understand, um, after that, there's like a, a a boss battle to to some degree uh, to go through. So I've, that's pretty much what I've got left. Uh, I'm not getting through the game quite as quickly as I would have hoped, just because by the time the evening rolls around, I don't always have a chance to play. But I have been enjoying it, and I do have every intention of completing it before the new year. Yeah. Waiting for the uh, scuffling. That game is good. I like that game. I well, am I li- with you, David. That I uh, <laughs> I enjoyed the banter. Well, I thought it was a nice ad. I read one review where they really ripped that apart. They they felt that it it took them out of the game. The person reviewing thought that it took them out of the game, and they felt it was a, de- a detraction rather than an addition. Uh, I don't know. I, I actually feel similarly to both. I feel like there are a lot of cutscenes. I I really enjoyed them because they basically got back the cast from the original Ducktales, mm-hmm. which is pretty darn cool. Yeah. Um, but last I mean, time it, it, that'll be possible. I know it's really sad, but now we have David Tennant as Scrooge McDuck. But that's a different discussion altogether. More on that later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for it. But um, what was I saying? What were we talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like it was really enjoyable the first way through it, but when you start playing through it, trying to get high scores, they have an option for you to turn those off. So, right. Well, I now, mean, it's you. It's the best of both worlds, really. Yeah, was, I agree with that. 
Wasn't that originally not in, and then they patched it in? Because yeah, I was I was actually just going to say that I'm pretty sure for a little while that wasn't there, but they did they patched it in hmm. pretty quickly. I remember that being kind of something that made me a little hesitant to pick it up because I, I already love the original. I've played it many times. I wasn't rushing for this, but uh, that sounded so annoying. And I heard they were long cutscenes, and so when I played it myself, I did sit through the cutscenes. They were long, but I realized that hey, I actually can pause and, and automatically do it from the start. You know, I never played the level before or whatever, and it would let me choose to do so. Yep. So that, that's good. Cool. My big gripe, and I, me and Joe were talking about this a little bit, but my big gripe, I, I do actually love the animation. Uh, I thought the voice acting was very stellar. There was two two things visually, one visual and one audio that I, I didn't care for in this game. The audio was that their mouths don't move. For it to be such a greatly acted game, I really would have wished that they would have, for the cutscenes, made it happen. You know, it doesn't seem to fit when they're just standing there, not even necessarily emoting that much, and then not, you know, going along with the lines. If you didn't really know the characters, you may not even know which one was which, you know, because sometimes they're just static. And then, uh, not to muddy up with too much thought here, but uh, the visuals... I'm sure you guys might agree, but the 3D backgrounds and stuff, I just really think would have been better if they just stuck with the beautiful 2D art that the foreground had. Mm-hmm. The 3D background thing, in my opinion, is, uh, is, is, is objectively a poor choice. I, I don't, I don't know what they were thinking. I've exactly never heard because... anyone stand up for it. No. No, me neither. And it's just, it's just odd because I, I would think that 2D for that studio, uh, for anyone really, would be easier, but especially for them. And they could have done such an amazing job with it. Um, yeah, just, just a really odd decision. The thing that, that gets me the most about it is that the scale of the background does not even match the foreground. Like you'll have, uh, you know, I think during like the very first level, which is going through Scrooge's money bin, is it right? Yep. Yeah. The yep. uh, yep. yeah, like the hallway is like I don't even remember in, in which way it's off, but it's it looks like he's I in a like, small or he's a small character in like a giant. Yeah. Place. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. But it doesn't look like even that's intentional. No. No. Um. And I actually, even though it doesn't bother me as much, I am with you in that it would have been would have been a nice touch to have their mouths move, and it certainly would have made sense. I mean, they wouldn't have to make them, you know, visually uh, recreate every little uh, and stuff. Yeah, right, well, right. I'd... But but just the classic open, close, blah 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 blah. That would have been that would have gone a long way, I think. Uh... I think that maybe because so much attention was given to the animation that they maybe didn't want to just have them awkwardly flatten their mouths open and closed. Mm. I don't know. It was probably something that they debated over, I would assume. Yeah. But I yeah, I, I was I was a little disappointed. I mean, you, you get uh, this great voice acting. And yeah, it would have been nice to see it happen. But of course, if they wanted to go that extra step, that would have been like, animation a, a, a lot more uh, involved, I think. Mm. Mm-hmm. Possibly. And, and who knows how the development time is being affected. It could have been intended, but just an easy thing to cut, you know. Uh, we don't really know. But all in all, it was pretty good. The music was really what sold me on really wanting to play the remix uh, versions of these songs. Which, can I jump in for a second? Go for it. Jump. <laughs> jump I right agree. In. I think the music is fantastic. 
I do feel like uh, Remastered relies too much on going back to the moon scene. Well, that's the only one that I feel is on par with the original. I, I, I think they're good, but in general, I think the original still has the better music. Like, it's just more distilled, you know, because there isn't so much going on with it. But, uh, uh, yeah, the moon, the moon, isn't that in the menu? Menus too? The moon theme is, like, everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's used elsewhere. It shows up in, a, I think, the Himalayas. I think it shows up, like, slightly for us, like, a little bit in there. It shows up definitely during the ending. Like, it's all over it. And the moon theme's great, but mm-hmm. every, every song, truthfully, in the original game is great. The Amazon. Like, it's, it's one of my favorite soundtracks for an NES game. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I think there's probably a lot of heavy... Um, emphasis on the moon theme because it became kind of you know the go-to sure music for it because you know it uh what's his face uh, uh smooth mcgroove smooth mcgroove <laughs> what <laughs> he's a he's an acapella artist who uh focuses on video game music oh yeah okay so i'm also thinking of uh what's his name brental floss he puts lyrics to yeah. uh mm-hmm. yeah he also did crazy duck in space which is pretty funny i haven't but, heard that one. but it was the it's the moon theme and he puts lyrics to it and uh i don't know i think it just kind of became a little too big for what it is so that like, i don't know it, it permeated the soundtrack a little too much for me it's also got like the epic build-up that no oh yeah i don't know it is it is awesome like it's... it is really awesome it's it's pretty much the Mega Man two theme in DuckTales in the sense of how it builds up and you know uh, takes the persona of the game. Yeah, but remember the, when Capcom was the best company ever? Like ever? Yes. <laughs> it's a, shame it's a long our, time ago. It's a shame our kids won't yeah. understand that. You know. I nope. know. But uh, no, for me, um, the Amazon was always a really good one too. And and oh, the Himalayas as well. I mean, yeah, like you said, Paul, they're all damn good. But the Amazon sticks in my head a lot, just out of nowhere. I, I love Transylvania as well. They're all good, for sure. So, any other <laughs> notable comments to make on this? Uh, I guess Paul and, and Joe, you guys have beaten this in the past. You're not currently playing this, or correct? Uh, re- remastered, or yeah, remastered. I haven't played it in a while. I might go back to it sometime, but not. Okay. Anytime soon. Yeah. So then it was uh, it was Dave and myself who were playing it recently. Yeah. And uh, and like I said, I did get through it. Um, you know, it took a couple just just a couple of minutes. Not a long game, but you do have to dedicate yourself because the levels themselves are still pretty lengthy. And um, and there is a little bit of extra fluff. I do like how they kind of use the cartoon cutscenes cut to close some gaps in the story, so to speak. Like why the spaceship might be there or the spaceship showing up at all, um, little stuff like that was kind of cool. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, actually, that's the one part that seemed really weird without them moving their mouths when they're talking about that gum that they're chewing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, okay, it's all on the tongue. It's all on the tongue. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, it's pretty cool. They throw in like little extra things. This is how we got to the moon. You know, he's yeah. not just magically there. Which yeah. is pretty cool. And uh, and there were some jokes in the cutscenes that I thought were clever, so I did I did really enjoy those in the end. And uh, and Dave, you you sound like you're more than halfway through. So, oh yeah, yeah. Um, like you said, that as far as what's after those two levels, it's pretty much a final level and then a final boss. Okay. Thing. So, um, and in fact, the very 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 end was the only real place 
I found a little frustration, but I got over that pretty quick. Uh, the only other spot was on one of the minecart sections because the physics are just as shitty as the uh, original, yeah, as far as that goes. Right. And uh, I didn't time my jumps right initially. And um, I don't know if, you, if any of you... Uh, I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. And, and I know exactly what you're talking about for both of those things, because those are the two <laughs> frustrations that I had in the game, yeah. too. Because I had to run through the final level a few times, and it angered me. Yeah, so, yeah. And but, then, yeah. So because I didn't have this game as a as a big memory for me, and I'm playing it very fresh, basically the first time for me, how closely does it compare? Is it basically note for note? No. Um, they They took a lot of the levels, like, I know that I haven't played it in a while, like the remastered, but I know that the Himalayas, I think you have to collect a bunch of things to be able to get through the level. You do. Right? Whenever you pick one up, there's a little cutscene. Yep. Yeah, that, that doesn't happen in the NES game. Well, in the Amazon, That's... they did the same thing, right? There was like five medallions or something. Yeah, oh, exactly. Actually, yeah. I was thinking of the Amazon, but the Himalayas has something similar as well. Um, yeah, Launchpad no... drops a, a part for the plane and you have to collect its various bits. Yeah, n- none of that happens in the end. It's their way oh, okay. of making you go through the whole level instead of just skipping through the part and then to the yeah. end. Oh, okay. I would say that the game's probably about 80% uh, old content re- you know, refreshed, and then the rest is either additional cutscenes or a little bit of changes to the levels, stuff like that. It is, I think it's generally faithful. I mean, the level layouts are pretty damn close. But, uh, but yeah, like Paul said, there's still mechanics that they included to make it you know, stretch out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. I mean, there was definitely, um, you know, as far as like finding the secret health uh, bar yep. additions, I found all but one. And I don't recall if those were, were those even in the original game? I remember some of the secret rooms, but I couldn't remember what was in those rooms. Oh, the that give you extra health? I'm yeah. Pretty sure they are. Okay. Yeah. Then I'm sure those are verbatim too. But yeah, all in all, in the end, I would recommend it, but I'm glad that. Even though I did pay for it, that uh, you know, I'm fine with this idea that it's not in my collection. That I kind of played it and moved on because I can't imagine that I'd want to replay this necessarily over the original. I don't know. I still kind of prefer the original. Hmm. Hmm? Uh, no, uh, like I say, I'm uh, I'm ha- I've I had come across it a couple times before actually um, going after it and buying it. So I I just know that uh, I'm glad I did, and I have somewhat. Uh, you guys to thank for that, having uh, talked so much about your experiences with the original, and getting my hands on the original was a lot more difficult than getting my hands on this one, so... Sure. Yeah, yeah now just try to get DuckTales 2. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah good luck with that. <laughs> I, I have it. I really? Do well. you really? Yeah. Oh, wow. From from back when it was a new game. Wow. Isn't that always the, the best? When you... and all that schniz. Isn't it the best when it works out that way? When you got it when it wasn't a big deal? <laughs> yeah, well, the thing, I mean, this, as the story goes, it was just like I loved the first one, but I did not own it in that era. And then when the second one was coming out, surely that would be even better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and it's pretty good. It is pretty good. It's good. Yeah, it's good. I, um, I don't own it, but I have beaten it, and I did write the negative world review for it. So you can actually mm. find that if you want. It's on the site. <laughs> but uh so hey if we're if we're good let's move forward i'd say sure uh, to another game uh in fact it's almost like time is forcing us to move forward 
And I don't know what I'm thinking about moving forward and being forced to... Maybe we should just talk okay. about Super Mario Run. I get it. Yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah, it was pathetic. And Wait, I didn't... Wait, shameful. what happened? Sorry, we, we moved past you there. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I have an Android phone. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I did too, and actually, I can only speak about this because my cousin at the bar on Monday was like, hey, try it. Because uh, he felt pity for me as an Android user. But Paul, uh, you lead us off, man. Uh, Super Mario Run. Uh, there's a lot of people who are pissy with Nintendo because it costs money. Ten dollars. Uh, yeah, there's. Uh, and I think it's twelve ninety nine Canadian. But mm. Whatever I paid for, I ended up paying for it because I really like it. I really, really do. But I mean, when you're playing it, where should I start? <laughs> if you if you download it, I mean, you can you can breeze through the three like free stages oh, in like, two seconds. Yeah. And and if you're not paying attention to like trying to collect the coins, it's not gonna be there's really not much to it. What 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 the 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 uh the meat of the game really, the, the single player version of the game at least, is collecting all the the pink coins, the purple coins and the black coins. So it really feels really good to do a perfect run through a stage collecting all of the coins. And that's really, that's, that's what's, that's what the single player experience is really supposed to be. So you can always, there's always a way to get all three coins in one run. Yeah. Okay. So it's not that's the only, yeah. And, no, uh, it, like you can't, uh, if you don't get all the coins in one run, it doesn't count as getting all the coins. You have to actually get them all in one run. Okay. Um, so the way it works is when you play through the level the first time, there are some pink coins. They're pretty easy to find and generally not too tough to, to get. You, people are used to the special coins in Mario at this point. Um, but then when you get all the pink coins, it unlocks purple coins. So if you play through the level again, there'll be purple coins in slightly harder spots. Um, and then the same thing happens with black coins. And it sounds maybe a little tedious, but it's not because the stages are generally just the right length to make it so like you mess up, you miss one of the coins and you want to just retry, it's not really you're not going back that far. Right. And I can I yeah. can see that in my experience. I uh I did pretty much breeze through it before he could even order like I think he, he ordered a beer and then as I played it, he didn't even get his pour back. You know, I mean that's how quick I breached to the three. And then mm -hmm. the uh if you haven't paid for it, like he hadn't, um, the fourth level is, you know, every fourth level is a castle and, uh, it, it gives you like a 20 second trial and then you run out of time and then it says, Hey, you should buy it. But, um, I can, I can see the potential in there. And at $10, I know that it, it goes against the, the, you know, phone game mentality, but from a Nintendo game mentality standpoint, that seems like a pretty good deal. It, and I mean, if you are willing to go for the coins, it totally is. But I mean, there's only six worlds, only four levels per world. So I mean, you can breeze through the game yeah. really quickly if you don't want to unlock everything. Now, of course, getting all the coins unlocks stuff. Um, because the other part of the game is, yeah, of course, the Mushroom Kingdom is destroyed and you have to rebuild it. It's kind of like, I, I, has anyone played anything like Simpsons Tapped Out where like Springfield is destroyed and you have to like get the quickie mart. But in order to do that, of course you can spend real money to speed up the process, that type of thing. 
Nope. I haven't played anything like that on a mobile platform. It maybe incorrectly reminds me of Dark Cloud for the PlayStation, but uh, oh, you're we... so lucky that you haven't been there. Anyway, this <laughs> it's, it's 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 something that shows up on on uh, phones quite a bit. But the good thing about this Mario version is you don't pay real money. What happens is yeah, you play something called Toad Rally. Okay. And Toad Rally, you have to use these tickets, which you unlock by playing bonus games and stuff like that. And then uh, basically you're going to be playing a stage and trying to collect as many coins as possible. And you'll be playing against the ghost of another person. So like another actual person also played the stage and you're just going to be trying to do better than that person. And if you're doing really well and collecting lots of coins, toads will show up and start cheering for you. And then if you win, those toads who are cheering for you will go into your kingdom and start populating it. And then the more toads you have, the castle gets built back, you know, more and more and more. You can buy more things using the coins you collect in the game, not with real money. Uh, uh, right now, actually, they have like a Christmas tree because it's around that time of the year. A snow globe, you click it with Mario in it and snow goes up. I don't know. It's it's a neat little package, and I'm I'm really into it. But I'm also really into Mario, <laughs> so it's pretty cool. With so that, here's go ahead, go ahead, Dave. I was, so here's my question. Well, two part. Number one, this is coming to Android eventually. From what I understand, it's only a limited exclusivity to to the. Uh, oh yeah, it would be silly of Nintendo not to. Yeah. Now the other thing was, is would this game work on the 3DS? Or yeah. is it formatted in such a way that you can definitely tell this would not work on a different platform other than no, mobile? It, I mean, all you do is you tap. So, I mean, on the 3DS, <laughs> all you'd have to do is, you know, press a button. Um, it would totally work, but it's, it, it it's a mobile game. Mm-hmm. This, this, that's what this is. This is a game. This is a quality mobile game. Um, I'm not really huge into playing games on my phone. I have a few, but, um, this, it's not a, like, it's a $10 game. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. So, yeah, they could put it on the 3DS, but hopefully it would be $10. Like, I guess they could put it on the eShop, but I don't I know. I guess that's it, more I what I was getting better. at. But I think it works better because, I mean, people always have their phone with them. And I can just, like, even when I'm at work, if I'm on uh, break, it's recess or something, and I have nothing else on the go, I can pull my phone out and play. The levels are short enough. Like it's it, it something about it just screams it it it's meant to be on a phone and it feels okay. right, and it feels right. And I was I was really wary of, of you know Nintendo putting Mario on a phone, you know them cheapening Mario, but I, it works for me and I'm I'm really enjoying it. Hmm. But I mean, you have to be willing to try and unlock everything in the game. That's the point of the game. Try sure. to get all the coins. Try to beat people in the Toad rallies. Unlock the different characters. Actually, you can unlock characters, too. Um, so you start off with Mario. Then there's a way to unlock Toad. And then there's four other characters. I don't know if I want to spoil it or not. But it, it tells you in the game who sure. the, the characters you can unlock. Yeah. And they all have different uh, abilities. Okay. So there was one coin I was having issue getting with earlier on in the game. But then when I unlocked a certain character, I was able to flutter jump to that coin. Oh, <laughs> oh. 
But the other cool thing is, when you beat the game, you save a particular person. And that particular person might want to help out. Oh, Daisy, sweet. You got it! <laughs> so anyway, it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And, uh, yeah. Mario Run. Wahoo. And so, apparently it's doing really well, so... They're saying that it was uh, when it, on its initial release, it was bigger than Pokemon Go. Which is yeah, saying a lot. <laughs> so uh, it sounds like you're the only one here who actually owns it. Um, a quick poll of everyone else: Do you plan on getting it? So, Dave, would you? When this hits Android, are you going to pick it up? Oh yeah, I, I guess in that respect, much like Paul, I'm, it's a it's a Mario game. So going into this conversation, bef- like I should say rephrase that as if I was to think about the, that question before anything Paul said, yeah, I, I would be curious to see how it would go and, and maybe I'd give the free stuff a shot before breaking down and, and spending the money, but odds are pretty good I would end up buying it, yeah. yeah. And Joe? I'm just not really interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Jo- I- Joe's over it. I'm over it already. After my- Nah, just... Uh- after my, after my demo, I'm I can see where Joe's coming from though. Like I, I mean like well between what Joe's saying and what Paul's saying, I guess I it all depends on if I feel like trying to go for the coins. Do I want to pay ten bucks to try to get some coins in here, or would I rather just try to get the coins in like the mainland uh, line games and stuff like that? And I, I I play phone games, but they're usually more like puzzle games as opposed to something else like this. Or uh, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I really don't know if I will pick it up either. Um, well, just so you know, when I first played the first few levels, I didn't think I was going to buy it. Okay. I was actually pretty like, eh. It's when I actually finally was like, oh, okay, I'm going to try and get these coins. And I was, you know, flipping off the walls, getting all the coins, getting to the end. And I was like, this feels really good. Yeah. It has <laughs> Nintendo polish to it. And it's really unfortunate that uh, I think it's just the stigma of it being on a phone might right. be pushing up against it for a couple of you. But hey, whatever. Did More you have, fun for me. Did you have Jimmy Fallon <laughs> level of excitement? Uh, Jimmy Fallon <laughs> was a little too excited about it. Although I would be that excited about playing the Switch. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know. Oh no, no. Yeah. No. Watching the game on Jimmy Fallon, like this game that I'm talking about right now, yeah. didn't excite me in the least. I mean, <laughs> it looks like New Super Mario Brothers. New mm. Super Mario Brothers. I'm so sick of looking at New Super Mario Brothers. Sure. But that it feels good. It feels like a different kind of game, and it's. Uh, Neat. All right, last question then. Um, since it does look like New Super Mario Brothers, is there the uh, the bop? Bada? Nope, they took them out. Okay, then that just upped the sales. Like I know. <laughs> yep, it's the same music basically, slightly redone, but they took the wawas out, <laughs> which is great because I hate those things. <laughs> okay, well, hey, let's move on to uh, a game that uh, has no wawas. Um, Although, although, with the way the islands are named and stuff like that, I feel like there could be a Tapu Wawa somewhere. But um, let's talk about Pokemon Sun and Moon. Um, what? Do, uh, <laughs> Paul, you've got it. Joe, you've got it. I've got it. Uh, I got it. Dave, do you have... Uh, I sure do. Okay, uh, I thought so. So, do we? What, what version do we all have? Sun. 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 I'm Sun. Sun. We're all Sun. Okay. Uh, we uh, actually, I purchased Sun and Moon, and well, uh, my wife was holding both behind her ha- behind her back, and she said, "Pick a hand," and I picked the right ooh. hand, which was holding Sun. So that's how like that, that happened. It could you have chose, been Moon. 
You chose poorly. I chose. Yeah. <laughs> Sun is the worst. <laughs> yeah, Erica has Moon mainly because I chose Sun and she didn't want to get the same thing, but. Uh, Makes sense. Considering. Well, I wouldn't get into that, but. Uh, they're, pre- I mean, they're very, very similar games. In fact, I feel like they have less uh, differences than in past generations by a decent amount. Have you guys looked at the list of, you know, Sun exclusive or Moon exclusive Pokemon? No. Yeah, it's pretty small, I think. As far, oh, especially good. as far as new Pokemon go, but uh, uh, you know, since Paul and uh, Dave are not that far through, you know, we won't talk about story. Um, other than I. I did find it to be an enjoyable one. You know, it was a bit different than a past one, so it didn't feel like a rehash, and um, it was enjoyable all the way through. I don't know if you agree, Joe. I do agree. You do? Good. Um, <laughs> I guess I want to hear from uh, from Paul and Dave first on just, uh, you know, what you guys are feeling about the game. I really like the Alolan Raticate. It looks so ridiculous, and that's the most important mm-hmm. thing for me to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Joe, you're a big Raticate fan, so... I am kind of a Raticate fan, What's and I up? agree. You agree? I like yeah. it better than regular Raticate. It's hilarious. Yeah, I like puffy cheeks. <laughs> yeah. That and the Alolan uh, Persian is pretty, uh-huh. pretty awesome. Looks like I don't know. I like things with fat faces, I think. The Alolan yeah. Persian is, is essentially Garfield. <laughs> yeah. But uh oh uh you meant just how do I feel about the game in general well, or we hell, we can let's talk about the Alolan uh, Pokemon then for a sec. Well, uh, I, I was gonna say presentation wise, the game clearly has a lot more to it than, than previous games. I mean, just the beginning of the game you have like there's clearly a story happening. That's mm-hmm. new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and you have uh what's his face? Oh my god. How? What's the name? Sorry? Uh, well, I guess there's a lot of characters in the Well, how? Not how, but I know the the, po- the Pokemon in the bag. Uh, oh, Cosmog? Um, Nebby? Yeah, Cosmog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just so friggin' cute. It makes me sick. Um, <laughs> so, no, no like, like presentation-wise, I'm I'm really impressed with the game. And with the, the Alolan Pokemon, going back to that, I haven't been so excited uh, to run into old Pokemon like in a long time, so... It was a cool way to refresh that a little bit. Pretty cool, yeah. I was kind of bummed that every first gen that it was in the game doesn't get one. I kind of expected them all to, but um, but either way, there's there's a healthy amount of mm-hmm. you know, the Lolan versions that um, that make a nice refreshing change. I feel like that sets a good precedent for future games to have new designs without having to like really. Because at some point we gotta, at some point they gotta stop making new Pokemon. Like <gasps> more, like, more. <laughs> like still make the games, but at some point I don't even know how they're gonna handle this. It's gonna, it's gonna be like real life biology someday. There's gonna just be like <laughs> so many species. tens of thousands. <laughs> I mean, it's a damn good thing that they put in the uh, effectiveness in your moves against any Pokemon oh, you've I seen love before. That. That is there, so were yeah. some, there were some folks in Negative World who were a bit hesitant at that, but uh, I think it's great because they don't show it to you initially. It's only when right. you've encountered the Pokemon before. And yep. uh, I still like to use an app called Poketype to uh, use it as a reference guide in that sense. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, And I would recommend it to anyone out there, but um, uh, it's nice that it's kind of built in. So 
Yeah, I think we're just... I think. Go ahead, Joe. Oh well, I was just gonna say. I mean, it's just at some point you're just it's gonna be too much for people to even come close to remembering. And, oh, I yeah. I still forget common things. I always forget like versus fighting or flying, which one's more effective, or psychic versus uh, flying and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If, I don't even know if that has anything to do with it, but it um, does. But uh, there's certain things in like the dark ghost psychic that whole trio. Yeah, I can never remember which ones are good or because some of those are uh, ineffective ghost? at all. Ghost is effective, super effective against ghost and super effective against psychic. That's old school. Okay. And then d- dark is super effective against ghost, I believe. Joe would know. No, he anyway. wouldn't. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't keep that stuff straight. But I, I, I do feel that like it's finally the first Pokemon where the user experience. They finally went. Wait, the user experience is really important. Yeah. <laughs> Truthfully, I'm not like it's funny, but I mean. The last like big batch of Pokemon games, there's like eight thousand different little. I mean, this one has a bunch of apps in it too, but uh, there's all these different. I don't know apps. You get you pick up a berry, it has to tell you fourteen thousand things. You, mm. you know the HMs are gone, which I think is great. Thank I don't God. know. If, I don't know yeah. if it's the best way to do it, but you know what? I still prefer it a million times it's a damn over. Good way to do it's it. It's currently it's like, the best way to do it. Oh, oh, well, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, th- this tree can be cut. Oh, it's you could use a Pokemon to cut it. You don't have that Pokemon mm-hmm. with you. Oh, well, mm-hmm. I'm turning this off. Yeah, and <laughs> there's about eight different things of those. So some of them are definitely ones we haven't necessarily seen before, which are, I think, the ones that aren't are kind of neat. Um, oh, but, that's cool. Yeah, so there's a, a couple that change it up a little bit. Some of them are a little redundant as well. Um, that kind of are like a better version of the previous one. Uh, that that relates, but you know, all in all, it's very it's very good. They always make sure you have it before you need it, so it's never like you know getting really far somewhere and then realizing that you can't pass that single tree square. You know, like in the old games. Oh, I know. You go through a and winding bit of tall grass, fighting Pokemon after Pokemon. And but, I like that you can uh, assign them to uh, you know the D pad, oh, yeah. which is nice. I mean, not even doing that, it still like takes two seconds to go into your mm-hmm. ride Pokemon, but. The one thing that I really like is not having to use surf because it was always the, the water is a shiny, sparkling blue. Oh, you look into the horizon and realize, oh, I could surf. Would you like to surf? <laughs> yes, you're going to now surf. <laughs> okay. Congratulations, you're surfing. <laughs> and then I surf by accident. I don't know, and then I go off by accident onto like a little piece of land and I have to do it again. That's true. Yeah. But now it's just like... I'm flying around. It's great. That's mm-hmm. probably the biggest thing to me is the uh, getting rid of the HMs. That was always my biggest problem with Pokemon. Joe can attest that that was one of my biggest criticisms as well. Yep. And yeah. I feel like I feel like they gave me a gift for this. <laughs> well, and it's just so nice because you now you also don't have to worry about half your team being, you know, like you know you'd encounter this whole new batch of pokemon but then you'd basically be forced to have oh. half your team be three of them because those would be the ones that had the most hm coverage and between HM them slave is no longer needed absolutely yeah. the, the only yep. good one was surf anyway well and that's pretty much yeah that's the thing i haven't found that as a tm because i found fly that's still in the game yeah i haven't found mm. surf and so i'm wondering if that's there because i like surf I think it's pretty cool, it's too, because it's like, this is an HM somewhere else, but I guess it's just a TM here. Yeah, they've made some comments. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, that, that reminds me, talking about your team, I find myself uh, bringing, like, 
having a much more diverse team now that when I catch a Pokemon, I can put it right into my team. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, it doesn't That's have to go to the huge. box right away. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this looks really yeah. neat. Like, oh, do you want to put this in your team? Sure. What the heck? And, even, and then I'll put it in my team, and maybe it'll evolve, and I'll be like, okay, it's time to move this one out, and I'll put this one in. That it, is so... It's It seems like such a small change, and it is, but it makes a huge difference, except for the fact that I always have my Snorlax in front, because it earns me so much money. But uh You got that uh, demo Snorlax, or whatever it yeah. was, right? Yeah, yep. so he's, and he's wearing flies. the amulet. Yeah. He's wearing the amulet, and he has. There the was mood. a demo Snorlax. Okay. You can pick it up now. It's was it like quadruples? Box. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does yeah, it gold. stack? Because I it tried does, that yeah. and I couldn't tell. The okay. amulet and and the dance, or uh, is it the dance? Happy yeah, hour. They, yeah, happy hour. They both stack. So. Mm. So I, I looked. Actually, I looked it up online before even trying it, and I was like, "Oh, okay, good." So that's the one problem I'm having is if I want to have, you know. I feel like if I don't have him in front, I'm wasting money. <laughs> sure. Um, but well, it's still cool because like, I have been going through Pokemon like crazy. Like, oh, I caught this new one. It's now part of my team. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So let's backtrack a little bit because I don't know what the hell you're talking about as far as Snorlax and the money making and all that. And I don't oh, know if everyone else listening will either. Oh, Demo sorry, Snorlax? Uh, oh, I, I go to Mystery Gift uh, and then... You'll figure it out from there. It's it's you have <laughs> it's to a, like it's a Munchlax, right? And then you have to evolve the Munchlax. Yeah, it's a Munchlax, and, mm-hmm. and uh, but and it he has comes with Munchlax item. Who gave him to me? He comes with Snor- um, the Snorlax item or whatever. Snorlaxium. Yeah, you have to evolve him, but it's his. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm saying is, like, I just go to Mystery Gift, but how did he get to Mystery Gift? It's he's just a, a, he's a Munchlax. It's a mystery. It's a Nintendo uh, Wi-Fi. <laughs> Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo's just giving it to you. Thank I think you. it goes That's away. It's a for, for buying it's an the game. early early adopter reward. Yeah, I think sometime in January is it, or is it March? I'm not know. sure. Well, damn it, I'm I not have, waiting that long. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, do it before do it January. Right now. Yeah, I can't right now. now. My 3ds is two floors above me. Uh, gross. Um, oh man, I keep <laughs> thinking about all the great user. Like the other thing is when you go onto a computer in the game, it like brings you right to your box. Oh yes. Like it's like suddenly someone competent went, this is what needs to happen. <laughs> There's they, so yep. many like little changes that like just really up the user experience in the game. Well, and they also took, yep. and, and in doing that, they took away this whole, like, do you want to add a Pokemon, subtract a Pokemon? Do you want to sort right. a Pokemon? And they just say, Hey, you have a stylus, you, you know, you moron, let's just yeah, do this. We're going to sort it and just right. go right into it. And that's what you're going to do. So it is. Oh, yeah, and like, did anyone good. ever? Did anyone ever select any of those other options? No, you always went to the one. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the nice thing, if you remember from, I think it was X and Y, was the nice addition was that you could put the option that you always select on top. At oh, least. no, that was Omega. Because it used to always be the second one down. So. No, it was a Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Yeah, oh, there's, was there's, it? there's okay. a woman you visit. She's like, "Oh, you want this user experience to be better? Well, now that you found me, <laughs> let's make it better." I'm like, how like ridiculous! Right. <laughs> Clearly, they right. know. <laughs> but yeah, maybe, it was maybe there was uh, some way that they were collecting data via Wi-Fi to see how many people did that. <laughs> well, anyway, I feel that it was this game. I mean, I'm still not super far into it. Life has been very busy, but. uh I I really like all the changes like that that they've done to the game. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, where are you then? Uh, if you want to just give us your general, um, what was the last uh, Z? The last thing I did crystal? was I took I took the bus. Well, I took the bus up uh, the mountain, mountain mm-hmm. that needs you need to take the bus, and then I fought the the guy who runs the uh, what's it called? The Wi-Fi center. That whole yeah, that Wi-Fi thing. thing. Well, I can't remember the guy's name. He's like this guy, whatever. <laughs> anyway, I fought him and I beat him, and then. I was very tired, so then I stopped playing. Okay. And Dave, where are you at? I just finished getting my would you the Z Crystal Normalium. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm really not <laughs> far at all. Fair I'm enough. only starting to kind of crack open some of the uh, the goodness that this game is really offering. Oh, ooh, that reminded me of something. <laughs> What's that? Okay, I'm one of the people that turns off battle animations. Anyone else? Anyone else? No, I, I never have. Yeah. Uh, I I do. <laughs> I, 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 I watch them for a while, but then eventually yeah. I go, okay, well, that's good. I wish I've done that a... in, in past games, where I'll watch them until basically the post-game or something like that. But Okay. Well, I, I, wish there was a way, I wish there was a way to turn them off, but still watch the Z-moves. Um, because when you have the battle animations off, it'll show your character still do their funky pose, but then it'll not show the Pokemon do its Z move. And that kind of sucks. So I kind of, I feel like I might turn them back on just so I can see the Z moves at least. Plus some of the regular moves look pretty cool. Yeah. Although it's kind of funny to watch like, um, for the, might, I forget if it's the Normalium Z or whatever it is, uh, or which one does it? But like my two cannon was uh, had some sort of like really fast running Z move, and he just doesn't move his legs. He just kind of wisps oh, through. Yeah, that's the normality. Like one. you really uh, hope that that the smoke, whatever the hell effects they have, uh, cover up your Pokemon enough to make it more realistic. Because <laughs> it just looks so shitty to see them just like yeah do all that stuff without actually mo- moving anything. Ah, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And so, Joe, you uh, you've beaten the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, I guess not to get into spoiler territory uh, about the post game, but what is what's your general uh, task right now? Because you're, st- you're still playing, right? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm doing my uh, catch 'em all living decks quest at the Me moment. Me too. So brother. I'm trying to. Yeah. Heck yeah. So so that's what I'm working on. And uh, just as of today, I actually uh, finally got. All the starters and all of their evolutions. Very good. So I'm, I'm almost I'm almost done. Really, there's just it's only uh, I, I guess like so I don't have any of the legendaries that are in the other version. Oh yeah, okay. And I don't have there's one Pokemon that uh, you only get one of in the game, uh, and then oh, you yeah. evolve it. So. I don't know exactly how I'm going to so figure that out. You're missing the uh, the middle <laughs> evolution, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, me too. So, mm-hmm. um, I I did the math. I have 65% of the new Alolan Pokemon, not not the Dex itself, which is like at 50% or something. Right. But right. Of, of the new ones, because in my living Dex, of course, uh, since the bank won't work with this game yet, which I think is really big fail that they wouldn't have that ready yet. But uh, I'm still keeping track of it on my on my sheet here. 65% mm-hmm. are caught. Uh, I'm pretty much probably missing a lot of the same ones that you are, uh, but uh, but of course some more. It looks like you're you're farther along than I am. 
But um, I, I need the uh, Papilio second and third evolutions, and then that'll complete the sure. the, the starters for all theirs. Um, mm-hmm. I am halfway through what you were talking about uh, with kind of the legendary action that I think uh, you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have with the Magiarna or whatever. I have that waiting for me because I did the um, the QR code or whatever. But yeah, I, I haven't. But found... you don't know where to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I just it's keep um. To do it. Yeah, it's a little. I can tell you where it is. It's, it's like a. It's an antique shop somewhere, right? Is it? In yeah, like... but it's in a mall. Oh, okay. Then I the first island. First island has a mall on it, and you go in there, and then there's an antique shop. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll hit that up. But uh, how? Uh, well, yeah, I, I guess. That's a question for you that I'll save for after the show because I don't want to get into it uh, with uh-huh. these folks who um, I don't want to spoil the fun. Uh, but from what I understand, the post game is not as elaborate as past versions might have been. Would you agree with that? I it's well, it's tough to say because a lot of times I actually don't feel like these games have that much post game, or at least not as much as they should, <laughs> given sort of the uh, nature of the of the game um i guess this one has less i mean it's hard to say i feel like it's kind of splitting hairs you know i i will say that once again i do feel like there's a criminally small amount of things to do after the main campaign yeah i found a list on some gaming website and it was actually like 11 things you should do after you you know beat the game and uh Right. Most um, of them four, are dumb. Four of them were like, yeah, just kind of dumb stuff that aren't really post game anyway. And the other ones are all like right. variants of collecting Pokemon in the decks. And it's like, okay, well, yeah. so, there's, so there's no story that really goes on uh, very much. There, there's a little bit, but not really much. You know, I don't even really like uh, X and Y had the Z. Uh, what was it? The Z scenario or something? Or no, yeah. Delta episode. Delta episode. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. And uh, and that was super cool, and that was a really like significant chunk of story, and it was cool that they did that because obviously they, you know, they weren't planning on making a Pokemon Z, so it was nice that they kind of gave us that third version story for free, so to speak. Um, but I don't, I don't need that. What I, what I need, I just is... need to jump in for one second. Jump in, jump right Omega, in. Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire have the Delta. Episode. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. You're yeah. right. You've you've been you've been giving X and Y a little bit more credit, a lot. This... <laughs> you just took out the Kahuna. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry for cutting you off. I just I've, no, 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 I no. These, I have these things where I remember Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, that woman who lets you put the thing at the top, Heck and yeah, the, yeah. the Delta episode, which is pretty awesome. I'll just use the Z move. <laughs> no, I would rather be corrected than sound like an idiot so i appreciate that um although now my train of thought is right off derailed uh but oh yes okay so story after the main campaign um that's good but i don't need that what i need is something to do with this team of cool pokemon that you like Many of them you won't even get a chance to use throughout the campaign because unless you're like super patient, I don't know if it's what you guys do, but you know, you kind of, for me, I kind of pick this time. Luckily, I was able to pick 
six, but you know, typically it's like three and you kind of like level them up and then they're strong. And as you're moving through the game, you kind of have to use those unless you feel like being patient and like being like, Oh, well, I really love this one. So I'm going to level it up and make it usable. But unless you do that, you kind of get to the end of the game and maybe you've never even really used a Pokemon that you are interested in or find fun or cute or cool or something. So then I just need a reason to like play with that Pokemon, you know, to like do battles or quests or something. And yeah, I'm just surprised at how much these games don't really give that to you. Like to me, it would be something as simple as being able to rebattle all the trainers throughout the world, you know, like maybe every 24 hours they refresh or, I remember in, I think it was the Gen 4 games, or maybe 5, there was an item um, that if you used it in an area, it would like make all the trainers activate again, and then you could battle them again. So, so just like, stuff like that. Like man. the Men in Black pen or something that just... Kind of. Well, in Omega, uh, in Omega Ruby, they would eventually be available, a couple of them anyway. You could just, you know, when you, you could check your, your app and then find out, okay, there's three trainers here, you can right. go... Yep. And go yeah. fight him again. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But you make yeah. a good point. I mean, that's really... I mean, here I'm doing the living decks, so there's that drive. But uh, when I catch all these Just things, fun. there should be something for me to do with them. Yep. Um, I mean, maybe maybe we'll be able to put them in the Pokemon Bank. I can play the game over with these new Pokemon that you normally can't get till later or something. But, uh, it yeah, it'd be nice if there was some sort of post-game uh, of, of some sort of substantial manner. Yeah. No. And I feel... Oh, go on. But you can pop heads and feed them beans. <laughs> <laughs> Pokepelago is, uh, or Pokepelago is probably what they're going for. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Is, uh, is, is okay, but yeah. Um, it's your, okay. Your joke is a joke. <laughs> I only use two of those islands. I use the, uh, the beanstalk one to mm-hmm. actually get beans and occasionally get, uh, cokes new Pokemon into my lair. And then mm-hmm. the other one is the one that helps find like the uh, stones and stuff. And stuff yeah. yeah. Cause that's really useful. I'm so sick of yep. the, um, the dodgeball mini game from the past game or game or two, you know, that whole like shooting mini game to get like a water stone, even though it's a bit random, at least now I can uh, just kind of have them do it every day and see what comes up. Mm. So it's helpful to, uh, to do the living decks that I'm not so hungry for uh, annoying ways to get stones. This, mm-hmm. Does anyone, speaking of those islands, does anyone find it, like, kind of tiring to get beans? Oh, it's annoying. <laughs> like, you, you tap the vine, beans fall, you tap, they just keep falling. I go, oh, oh this I must know. be the last time. No, I don't want to collect beans anymore. What if I don't collect <laughs> them, then I'm wasting. No, what's worse, <laughs> what's worse than that is when you actually click on a Pokemon that you didn't intend to, you're just whipping through. And yeah. it says that he's really f- happy today. Oh, like, yeah. Who gives a shit? Let's go back. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Now, you know that you can just click and drag your stylus, right? Oh, yeah. To pick yeah, up yeah. the beans. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to tap them. Yeah. That, no. That's got to be even harder, though, to dodge all the stupid walking ones. Nope. If you drag it over them, it won't um, so it just, won't trigger so there. So like, color or, like, erase the beans yep. almost? Okay. That's yeah. good to know. Did not know that. But still, you're going to tap that, that vine, and they're just going to keep falling. Yeah, sure they're is. They're never going to stop. <laughs> sure is. I'll probably give up I once I finish all the Pelagos. I'm close. Yeah. Pelago, Pelago. That could be a Pokemon. 
<laughs> yeah, there's a lot like things like that. Like I wish I could just tap the tree and be like, "You got eighty beans or something." But you know what? Just they, done they, with it. About three gens from now, that that's what'll happen. It's true. Yep. <laughs> you got to give them time. Um, I do though. I do actually like that we are feeding them beans instead of in the previous game when you fed them like cupcakes. I didn't feel good about that. It just didn't seem very healthy. No. <laughs> but those pelagos must stink of fart so bad. Amy wants a <laughs> cupcake. Fiber no, going in there. Fart Amy, there's no cupcakes. Nope, just fire. Just from what you've experienced so far, uh, what is your favorite Pokemon that you've come across in the new uh, new decks? That, that just, is a great question. Yeah. I mean, do, does anything roll off the tongue? I have an cool answer. Ones. Okay, Joe, you start. Okay. For me, something that has happened in this game, which has not really happened too much in in the last couple of generations, but my heart has been captured by a new Pokemon, and that Pokemon is Rabumbi. Okay, yeah. That so, thing is so freaking cute and cool and powerful. It's a fairy slash something, right? Slash bug. Yeah. It's like a little honeybee butterfly princess thing, and it is adorable, <laughs> and it is cute, and it wrecks all of my adversaries. They all crumble before me, and this cute little bee butterfly thing. I wish I had awesome. included one in my team, because I really do lack some fairy power when I go mm-hmm. through uh, the end game and, uh, and just other areas. Like, that's the one... One thing that I have a hard time combating is something that needs that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, very cool. Close, close second, Togedemaru. Togedemaru. I'm trying to remember what that one is. It's the Pikachu of this generation. It's the little electric steel hedgehog looking thing. Oh, I think i Kind I've of like a little round it. ball. I think I've seen it, but I do not have it. Super I need to cute. get it. Super do you have a spare? You want to I try? do. You should trade one to me. I will. All right. Uh, I don't think I've, I don't think I've seen it. I oh, was actually adorable. gonna I was actually gonna ask about that because the the Pikachu of the generation always has the same name in Japan, right? It's like they keep its Japanese name. I that would explain it. I always kind of wonder. They always why. have yeah. They always they always have like a weird name that's hard to remember because I'm pretty sure they always keep the name the same, yeah. like the new the new electric rodent. That's why oh, you have yeah. like uh, Pachirisu. Wh- Pachirisu and um, Emolga was that's pretty easy, I think. Emolga, very interesting. And the little sense, uh, little uh, what's it? What's its face? My son really likes it. It was in, in the cartoon. The little brown one. Meryl. Pika blue. Pika blue. It was Pika blue. That's right. Um, oh my goodness! What's its name? It's a little brown one. It's in the Smash Brothers as big as a uh, black whiskers. Dendene. Ah, yeah. Dedenne. Oh, I love Dedenne. It's pretty cute. Dave's still here. Hi, Dave. Yeah, I know. Hi, guys. <laughs> Dave knew something about Pokemon. He wasn't even listening. He just felt like shouting that out. I think uh, Alolan um, Doug Trio is pretty, pretty uh, gorgeous. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so bad. That is so awful. You mean the Hanson Brothers? <laughs> it is totally the Hanson Brothers. That is the only good thing about that design, is it makes me think of like a Hanson joke I think and it's that is hilarious funny. um but truthfully I don't know what charge a bug turns into 
Okay. That was pretty cool. It's named but it's, I won't, I won't it's like, say what it yep. is, but... A charger bug looks like a little Volkswagen to me. Like I don't know what it is. A little like Volkswagen bus or something. Char- yeah, charger bug reminds me of the Totoro bus, cat bus, but in bug form. Yeah, it, it's it's like it, it's like the Kakuna stage, but cool looking. I but really like functional? it. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> I really like it. I mean, it's not my favorite. I don't think. I really haven't really thought about it, but it's one of the ones like the design. I really like it, and it's funny because it's it's. Because it's like it's it's a, a metapod basically, but it, you know, right. cool cool looking. Um, right. Aside from that, I mean, there's the the go to. Uh, I can't remember the names of anything right now. Um, what does it look like? Yeah, describe describe one more that's uh, that. The uh, wishy washy. Okay, the little uh, guppy. Huh? I like that because it's such a straight like it's its ability. Like all of a sudden, it turns from that little like blobby eyed thing to like this big giant <laughs> creature of death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's something about that I think is really neat. Supposedly, that's supposed to be just a bunch of wishy washy. Right? Oh yeah, like no, for sure. But yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, a, it's a school. Like that's that's its uh, ability, mm-hmm. right? School or whatever. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it turns into a big creature of death. Right. <laughs> like truthfully, that and looks... that's pretty neat. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, Dave, do you have a favorite so far? My first, well, I guess Pikachu. middle, sta- mi- no middle stage evolution <laughs> starter Pokemon. Cause that's about all I've seen. And uh, what which is that? Um, the your funky, the funky cool owl. Okay. Oh, Miles so, Edgeworth. So, <laughs> Dart Tricks. Yeah, so, sure. Yeah. He, you uh, know, what, I think that's the, I think that, I think that's my favorite um, evolution chain in the in the three starters. It is very very good looking. Dartrix. I love the first and third. I do not like Dartrix. Dartrix looks like an annoying emo brat. (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't considered it that way, I have to admit. When you pet its head and make little hearts appear, it does a little giggle. uh, Yeah. And a hair flip. And a hair flip, yeah. Yeah. It's Miles Edgeworth. It's awesome. So Dartrix attorney, Miles Edgeworth. Miles Edgeworth, ace prosecutor. But anyway. Rowlet is adorable. Yeah, Rowlet is like one of the best and designs ever. Seriously. Yeah, I love Rowlet. Decidueye is pretty cool. I do like that Pokemon. I didn't realize I went to... I think I, I don't know if I've said it on this podcast that I've been attending the uh, Pokemon student organization at uh, one of the colleges I teach at now. And uh, I went to it a couple weeks ago, and I was like, yeah, I finally got Decide UI to evolve. And they were like, you mean Decidui? And I was like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> Decide didn't make any I don't sense. Know, I don't really like its name. Its name bugs me. No, the name is not good. I don't really get it. it Decidue something might have been cool, but I don't really... They should have called it Arboreal. Sorry, that was for Dave. Thank you. Um. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> well, so what? Um, you know, I'll get to my Pokemon thing in a second. What did everyone pick for their starters? Then, so Dave went with the uh, Rowlet line. Yep. Uh, Paul, would you go with Ra- Rowlet? Rowlet because well. it's awesome. Uh, Joe, yep. Team Rowlet. You guys are all boring. I went with Litten because I yeah I've, I've got a big uh, you know appreciation for cats and. Um, and Litten looked very cute, and you know it's the whole fire cat thing. 
uh, Tora mm-hmm. Cat, I only got to see for about two seconds because I was waiting to get uh, Flamethrower on my uh, Incineroar. And so I, you know, I, I stunted its evolution for a long time, and then I, I went to <laughs> Torakat for one move, uh, one level, and then I just went right into Cinderor. But uh, um, Torakat is awesome. Torakat is pretty cool. I, I just got one today. Cinderor is great too, house. but that's like a whole other. Well, here's the Incineroar problem. Incineroar is like a whole other thing. Incineroar, though, Litten, Litten, you know, it breathes fire. It's doing its thing. But then you switch to its Incineroar, which then has like a flame belt that just thrusts its crotch at the Pokemon and shoots mm-hmm. flames. And that really seems weird and inorganic. Uh, so I hate it. <laughs> it's the crotch thruster now, whenever I use these flame moves. So um, awesome. I kind of wish that was different. But uh, oh well. And when you Who pet did? the damn thing, it, you burn your hand on the, on the belt. <laughs> awesome. Yep. Who did, who did uh, Erica pick? Erica, oh, she's a Rowlet person. Uh, Trish picked Poplio. Okay, cool. And like, I know Poplio got a lot of hate, but Trish actually saw it and thought it was super cute. I, I, I like it. I like Poplio. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> I, I haven't really had a chance to look at uh, Brion and Primarina, which are the other in the yeah. evolutionary chain. But uh, but yeah, no, I think I think this was actually a really strong set of starters. I think so too. I liked it. Which I mean, between that, between the story, between all the enhancements, I really feel like this might be my favorite Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. No joke. It's a big step forward. Yeah, it feels so good. But uh, oh, one of the things I really like—it's kind of not really a big deal—but just seeing Pokemon in the overworld that look like—I don't know—now that they have the the ability to put like any Pokemon into the overworld because everything looks proportional mm-hmm. i think it's kind of it makes the world seem a lot more populated sure it's pretty cool yeah there's actually one Hell yeah one time i was just roaming one of the routes and for no reason that i can discern there was just a bunch of uh murkrow just hanging out yeah they, yeah, yeah. you don't get an item from it i don't think there's no hidden item i could find maybe there's something that i didn't see but they're just hanging out there and that's it so yeah I, felt, I like that a lot felt very natural mm-hmm. But um, we probably wrap this up. Uh, I guess I'll say what my favorite Pokemon is so far in this. Um, it is one of the, of the later ones, so uh, you know. I mean, I think you know it's not a big deal if I talk about it, but it is, no, it's not. It is known as um, Dehelmis or something. I oh, I think that's really cool. What it is, it's pretty much like a giant boat anchor. Um, and I'm not usually really big on these stupid like item ones, like the the keys and the uh, trash bag, trubbish and stuff like that. Like I don't like these. <laughs> trubbish these, is the worst. These items, right? But um, but I thought that uh, that Dehelmis is pretty neat, and um, I'm surprised at that. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I like it a lot, and uh, that's cool. I'm glad. I mean, that's what I love about this stuff is that like ev- you know, as some every every design is someone's favorite you know mm-hmm. like that's that's cool and then i, I do want to give a, a quick shout out to uh, komala because i love koalas oh my god and so uh, good i don't i don't know <laughs> if it'll be any any use to me ever but uh it's still I don't very know cool. either yeah. and comatose now i understand it took me till today to figure out what the hell comatose was but comatose mm-hmm. is its uh special ability or whatever and it um i thought that it was some almost like a slacking where it would make you uh, you know lazy or something but actually what it does is it prevents uh, Kamala from being affected by any status except for sleep. 
So it can never be poisoned or paralyzed or anything, but you can put it to sleep because it's kind of a sleepy koala. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of uh, hilarious, actually. Mm-hmm. But, and as we know, koalas are all over Hawaii. Yeah, it's a uh, <laughs> you know a bit of a liberty there, but <laughs> it it is pretty awesome. I haven't run into one yet, but I've I've seen concept or I've seen the art of it, and it will be one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. So, is there anything else that we want to hit up on this uh, discussion before we move forward? My very um, last thing. Uh, uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, and then okay. I'll do my very last thing. Your right. last comment, Joe. Yeah. My, my my very last thing is kind of a nitpick. I do feel that uh, um, random encounters in the tall grass happen like every one step that you take in this one. <laughs> it's like you have to have repel on, or else you're going to run into. If you have like a tiny patch of grass, you're going to get at least three battles from it. And of those battles, of those battles. Those Pokemon are going to call extra Pokemon in to fight oh. alongside them, and I'm going to shoot myself in the You head. just reminded me of that thing I wanted to mention. Thank you. Yeah, the, <laughs> the SOS. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's both a cool idea, but it happens way too frequently to be actually enjoyable. Yeah, and, and, and even if you have the uh, the battle animations off, oh no, you still get the animation of it going up into the air for some reason, and then coming back down <laughs> yeah. to see if the Pokemon showed up. And then, damn it, why I don't... can't I still catch a Pokemon? Like, I should be able to aim properly. I'm, I'm not a moron, yeah. you know? If there's two Pokemon in front of me, I can yeah. throw it to one of them. All right. It's, it's I do agree with those, like, I don't know why the camera has to go up in the air. I don't know why you can't <laughs> catch one if there's two there. That's stupid. But what I do like about the SOS is um, the chance of the Pokemon being called in being shiny goes up with Ooh. every call didn't, or whatever it is. So didn't know that. That's... As far as I know, that's the mechanism in this game to shiny hunt. And that's why you can give them the adrenaline orbs to try to make them call more if you want to hunt a particular particular one. Yeah, because each Pokemon has a certain set of a couple Pokemon that it could call. Typically itself, but um, but there's right. a couple Pokemon that I've found in, in, as I'm researching here uh, to clean up this dex. That some of them are actually only found in the SOS call. <laughs> yep. So, uh, back to the wonder trade for me. <laughs> or something, <laughs> but... Uh, I got you hooked up. Yeah. Good, good. Because Toxapex is the one I was just looking at. I was like, oh, really? Because I have a uh, oh, yeah. Marini or whatever. But uh-huh. I, I'm not going to evolve it because I need it for my living deck. So. That's right. Um, but uh, I'm wondering, too, if, if a lot of the ones that I'm missing right now are, might be those kind. Because not many of them are ones that I remember seeing in the game as I went through it. But I do feel that when Cubones call for help, nothing should ever show up. <laughs> that would be kind of funny and depressing. <laughs> it is the lonely Pokemon. Yeah. So. Oh, well. I feel like that it, I, I wouldn't put a pest intended to do that, but I guess they didn't think of that here. I do think that one of the Pokemon that show up, though, is Kangaskhan, which kind of feeds into uh, one of really? the fan theories. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that but was I've, in this game. I've only noticed, someone mentioned it on Reddit, and I was like, oh, that's interesting <laughs> that uh, Cubone can call Kangaskhan. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> As so, we know that theory, right? Where? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, Cubone is a is a baby Kangaskhan, blah 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 blah. Yeah. <clears throat> is that tied into the same theory that um the skull is the skull of uh 
or the the Marowak is the skull of like the Kangaskhan's mother. Is the, is that the same thing or something? I think yeah, the skull the king the 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 skull that the Cubone is wearing is a Kangaskhan skull. Yeah. And then when it evolves, it evolves into Marowak, which is just a different kind of Pokemon altogether. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. Whatever. It's kind of interesting. Maybe they threw that in there as a little nod. Maybe it's... I don't know. Who knows? That's kind of neat, though. Mm-hmm. They're just toying with us. It's still... It should have been like, its calls were left unheard, and it just cried. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave, do you have any final uh, comments here? I'm playing the game. Okay. <laughs> Well, we'll leave you alone then. Uh, no, I, I, I guess the thing is, like, I, I'm, I'm some, I've been somewhat removed from Pokemon for a while, uh, as Paul knows. Um, so there was something about this game just in the advertising leading up to it that, that was speaking to me. And, uh, and I guess it was, it just kind of came out at the right time that I don't remember certain mechanics that a lot of guys, a lot of people have been complaining about for the past couple of generations. I've missed them. So walking into this game, certain things just felt natural and I'm able to do them. And uh, I'm, I'm grateful for that. I.e. the moving the Pokemon around inside the box with the stylus. I didn't even think anything of it. I just started doing them. And then when you guys were talking about that, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I couldn't do that before. And that was kind of where that was at in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I guess this one just kind of happened to come out at the right time for me because I didn't play Black and White 1 or 2 or X and Y or Omega and Alpha. and um, The last one I played was Diamond, so I'm I'm just kind of happy to be enjoying Pokemon again. Well, it's cool that um, you know someone like yourself and someone like ourselves uh, is getting the same kind of positive reaction out of it, that they've kind of... Maybe they've gotten way closer than ever to creating a Pokemon game that can be fun for all types of... Pokemon players. You know, so, fantastic. Oh. Joe know. was going to say something, and then I cut him off. It's true. Go for it. <laughs> Now's your time to shine. Real quick, just because um, you were talking about the uh, Pokemon being on the overworld, um, did you all see that whole supposed leak about the uh, animations for uh, like each and every Pokemon being able to walk and run? Which leads me yeah. to think that uh, the next version will bring back the uh, partner follow feature I saw that on everyone Twitter really loved about a uh, Kyogre or Kyogre or whatever with like uh, some other Pokemon's run. I, I didn't know what they were doing. Maybe they were hacking something, or I don't know. But um, that's interesting mm-hmm. to think. Yeah, and they've got like the one for. Kamala, which also kind of reminded me of it, is like it's like rolling on that log or something like that. <laughs> I, I did so, see, uh, yeah, I, I saw the the. I didn't look anything up about it, but I did see that right. that was something that was found. So it's just found, pretty neat. Found in this game, yeah. though. Like they found animations because I guess this maybe the Switch. You know, if that's the next version, if it's the third version on the Switch, that could be right. an interesting way to show off some extra power and everything. Exactly. Yeah, that's the thinking. So, just more clues to uh, lead people to switch confirmed kind of conclusions. Speaking of, should they have put the switch in the in your main character's room instead of a Wii U? They, they, they should have just been forward thinking with that. I think as an advertisement, yeah. you know. I mean, I see, I see what you're saying. But... 
Yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal. You should go to I, I think the, I think the poor Wii U deserves uh, deserves exactly. Something. Yeah, I poor clearly enjoyed my Wii U, as we can see. I have quite a few Wii U games, but it's that's true. a different topic that we probably should get into soon. Yeah, yeah. I'd say <laughs> let's take a let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about 2016, but more importantly, uh, the Wii U in general as uh, we exit the generation here. Let's, uh, let's review what, uh, what the hell kept us busy the past couple of years. Okay. Phase two. We are in the post game of the podcast after that Pokemon yes, fun discussion. Yeah. Uh, although really, this is not the post game because we haven't done the credits yet. So uh, I just wanted to go through really quick and just, I guess, celebrate 2016 a little bit. Um, I asked you all to provide me your Wii U's uh, data for most played game in the month uh, for each each month in 2016, and I think it actually was. It was it was interesting to see it. Uh, unfortunately, Joe's Wii U is glitching and does not actually keep that kind of data. Yep. Uh, which is kind of fascinating. I'd never heard of that glitch before, but I'm not. Yeah. Not shall I? I'll share this story real quick. It's Go not a very it, long yeah. story. Sure. Uh, yeah. Ever since we got our Wii U, it just randomly changes the date like every week, which we were kind of alarmed by, but it it's never actually really hurt anything except now for this so if i go if i try to go back and look at when i've played what it's just all over the place like it has data for three months before we got the system but then it doesn't have any data for the last eight months because apparently eight months ago it switched itself to sometime in 2015 okay so yep so, so Joe does not have the data, unfortunately, but um, we will try to do this with 3DS, and uh, and that is working for him. So we'll touch base on that later. But um, yep. but right now, I mean, not I don't want to necessarily sit here and read through all these, but uh, but Paul, let's start with you. Um, I got hell. I don't know. We can read through them really quick. So for January, you uh, do you want to read them for yourself? Tell do us, I want to yeah. read them? Yes, do I us. ever want to? Actually, if you give what? me like one second, I'm just going to open up my log. Okay. On my Wii U. I'm doing that right now. Swear. Okay. So we're looking at January 2016? Yes. Pretty much. I do have this in a spreadsheet in front of your face, by the way. <laughs> I don't know, but I have it like glowing in my face right now. <laughs> January. I mean, you're going to see Smash Brothers at the top of a lot of these because that's my favorite game ever. Okay. Um, so we had Smash Brothers. My second most played was Xenoblade Chronicles X. Yeah. Um, it would have probably been my most played, but January was a weird month for me, so I just kind of stopped playing Xenoblade Chronicles altogether. I'll have to go back to it eventually, but... Eh. Well, let me ask you this. Would you say that Smash Brothers Wii U is your favorite Smash Brothers in the series? 
Um, it is, although I do play the 3DS version way more. Because my 3DS is always in my pocket. And, uh, well, not always, but it's often... I hope it's in your hand sometimes, you know, when you're playing it. (laughs) And I just kind of, like, twist around. Anyway, um, the, uh, the Wii U game is my favorite. However, the 3DS one is definitely my most played because it's just... That's the way my gaming is right now. I play 3DS way more than consoles. Mm-hmm. Just that's just the way it has to be. So, so yeah. So February uh, was also Smash. Uh yeah, February was Smash, and then Splatoon is my second. Um, so don't don't worry. I I did play a good amount of Splatoon, Stephen. Yeah, so long ago <laughs> though. Let's see how that stacks up later on. Yeah, yeah. Mario Maker's in there, too, because Mario Maker was, like, probably one of my most favorite games ever made. But, you were uh, the Mario Maker for a time. Yes, that's true. Uh, and at March, I played uh, quite a bit of Pokémon Tournament, which was quite fun for a while. Until uh, something came in April, right? April, Star Fox Zero came, and I'm one of the few people who actually really enjoyed it. Um, I still uh, want to play and hopefully enjoy that game. I do understand the problems people have with it, uh, but I got through it and I quite enjoyed it. Plus, yeah. you got some uh, pretty sweet level with Peppy that I don't want to ruin for anyone. I think we talked about it before. Um, Star Fox Guard is in there as well. Uh, I played that with my wife for a while, which is pretty awesome. Uh, then, yeah, May, Pokemon Tournament again. That's the only game that I actually played on the Wii U because my number two is Miiverse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then and uh, June, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, Sharp FV, mm, yeah, nice. good stuff. And then my number two is uh, Twilight Princess HD, with Smash Brothers coming in at three that that month. Okay, crazy. Uh, July Smash Brothers, Tokyo Mirage Sessions is the one underneath that. Uh, then I start getting into. Uh, uh, one of my nieces came over, so she like played a lot of Mario Kart. So August Mario Kart Eight, uh, September Super Mario 3D World. She was really into that. And then uh, oh, my October Paper Mario Color Splash, a game that a lot of people probably haven't tried because they were burned on uh, Sticker Star, and I think they really should try it because it is an excellent game. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to someday <laughs> play both of those, Sticker Star included. Honestly, I think I've probably mentioned this before, but those those are the Paper Mario games that appeal to me the most, just from really? other scenes. Leopard, uh, yeah. Sticker Star kind of left me a little cold, but which is why I wasn't super excited for Color Splash, and I almost actually uh, didn't get it. And that would have been such a shame, because the amount of love put into this game. I mean, yeah, the battle system's not the greatest, but the writing and the presentation are so good. Like, I I, I loved it. I loved it all the way through. Color Splash. Get Ooh. it today. And then November's just Smash Brothers and Mario Kart, so the old old go-tos. And then December is Nintendo eShop, so I guess I haven't really played anything on it the this hell, month. Man. That's amazing. So it's that's all. All that's there is just the eShop. That's the so, only so thing. It's my number one, and that's so all you it went is. on the eShop and didn't buy anything. It sounds like I have eight minutes on it for some reason. <laughs> I must have went on to like 
Oh, you, you know what? No, I went I went on because you asked me to look at my games, and I knew I deleted some. So I went on to see <laughs> the games that I purchased that I deleted. Okay, so podcast eShop action. You got it. Okay, and so... I... So it looks like... <laughs> I didn't get what you were doing for a second, and now I do. So... <laughs> Uh, so it looks like, you know, Smash Brothers still had quite a strong presence throughout the year. And uh, you played a lot of the heavy hitters that came out, Pokémon, Star Fox, around the time that they came out. And then uh, you kind of hit up some oldies and finished it out with the eShop. Right on. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm right. Surprised, I'm surprised you haven't played any Smash this month, though, considering everything, right? I did play it on the 3DS, well, though. Don't, yes. Let's not forget. But, I mean, for the most part, I I I've been finding it hard to play games in general lately. Just mm-hmm. not that I don't want to, and I think Dave can attest to it. It's just, mm-hmm. it's been an exhausting little while. Sure, because you're Canadian. Because I'm Canadian, yeah. yeah. <laughs> most things Dave come down to the, most things. <laughs> most things come down to that, really. Well, I so. tease I tease you two about or any Canadian guests we have, but I. Just want to reiterate that it's out of jealousy more than anything. No, understandably. So, well, I, mean, geez, I think Canada we... is seriously awesome. Just for the record, all kidding. Aside. So, so do I, actually. So it's all and good. like everyone I've met from Canada has been super cool and nice. And very, very, I... very rare exceptions. Everyone I met from Canada has not been super nice, but I'm sure I've met a lot more. (laughs) (laughs) The numbers might be skewed for us in that respect. Yeah. If only their Tim Hortons had unsweetened tea, then maybe I would care more. I don't even know what that means. I know you talked about it Those are words you just combine together. They have no meaning. Amy is addicted to Tim Hortons. I see. Amy knows what I'm talking about. Yep. Represent. All right. So, uh, Mr. Bearded Nerd, sir, yes, sir. Uh, let's go through yours. Um, you don't Mine. necessarily have to boot yours up, but... Uh... No, I've got the list in front of me that I gave you uh, the other day. Uh, it will suffice. Um, so, January was a smash for the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Uh, February was nothing. Not even the eShop. I don't <laughs> oh, think I turned man. it on. I don't think I even turned my Wii U on in February. So I could just put collected dust for that. Yeah, probably. I found that actually true. All joking aside, I found that incredible that there was nothing. It actually came up with there was no like I forget what no activity or whatever the term was that they used, but nothing for February. Um, March was almost split uh, uh, equally between uh, Mario Maker and Smash. Which one edged out? Uh, Mario Maker by I think ten minutes. Nice. <laughs> but you know what? If anything used to be fresh, it's Mario Maker. Yeah, it's part so of a balanced good. breakfast. Well, thought. Right. April uh, Star Fox Zero, uh, which I didn't complete. Not that I, because of some, I I had a difficult time getting used to the control system, but I was really enjoying the story and the visuals and everything. So I I I have full intention of getting. To that at some point, uh, probably I'll probably ju- just start over again, truthfully, because I didn't get very far. So sure. Uh, May Mario Maker, June Super Luigi U. Right. Yes. Yeah. July Mighty Number no. Nine. Mm-hmm. August Smash. Mm-hmm. 
September, I went back to Mighty Number no. Nine. Glad for punishment. Well, yeah, I, I hate I hate myself. October, <laughs> October, I uh, I let the hate sink in by not touching the Wii U because I guess Mighty Number no. Nine must have really done me in. <laughs> so I didn't even it turn it on. You. Not, I, it ruined me for gaming. So I guess October, I didn't even turn it on. According to that, uh, and then in November and December, both Ducktales remastered. Okay, curse me. Oh, yeah, me kills all me kills. me bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so again, uh, Smash is a big one for you, which I knew that just from you know. Yeah, I mean, the game that I played most with you guys was Smash Brothers and uh, Star Fox again in April. Um, although it's fun watching you uh, pepper out some uh, some more unique games or, that are not necessarily like the immediate hitters, you know, the ones that yeah. just released. Uh, Money number nine. Uh, I was definitely there with that. In fact. In many cases, like in April, I definitely played a, a decent amount of Star Fox Zero and Money Number no. Nine again when that came out. But um, my list will be definitely different than that, and uh, we'll get to that in a sec. But um, uh, I think I think for the new year, especially for you with how busy you've been, I think you should make sure that you never have another missing month. Yeah, you know, I know Just, for myself, my my goal for the coming week, uh, when I have a bit of time off from from both work and school. Is I want to complete DuckTales Remastered, which should not be um, an issue. And if I can, I'd like to finish off Mighty Number no. Nine uh, in the relatively near future because I I know for, but I guess it was one of those things that, as Paul and I discussed in a non-negative world setting one time, I'm still getting something out of it. So even though the critics and and other people's opinions of it are rightfully what they are, I'm not. Um, I'm not missing out on the crit- criticism of what they are. I agree with them. It just doesn't bother me enough to just kind of stow the game away and say, okay, well, I've put a couple hours into it good enough. Yeah. I still want to play it. So, yeah. Good for you, man. Well, I, pl- I play I play what I like, and, and uh, that's just how it goes. It's more competent than incompetent in the end, I think, but it just, I think uh... it's more, I think it's more, I agree with you, I think it's more good than bad. The bad is definitely there. The bad is 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 in some cases quite glaring. But I find that even with that being the case, I will still play it and I enjoy it for what it is. And and I will, I don't envision myself revisiting the game once I have completed it. But I intend to complete it. Yeah, I think the biggest problem with it is during the. They don't move mouse. <laughs> 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 ah, anyway. If I it's had a problem, that would be it. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of mine. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll dive into mine then. Um, a really eclectic, just diverse year for me. Uh, in January, um, I, I noted that Netflix was the lead, but um, as far as games, it was Splatoon. Uh, which came out uh, the previous summer in 2015. Uh, in February, uh, Netflix again, but again, going to the next game. Um, there's this other game uh, called Splatoon. And um, and then in March, it was Pikmin 3. Pikmin 3, whatever. Um, and actually, I remember that because I just moved into my house, and I got really into Pikmin 3 again, and I was determined to beat it again, but I think I got about halfway through, and, uh, and then just kind of gave up. But... Um, in April, it was Splatoon. In <laughs> May, uh, oh yeah, sorry, it was uh, Splatoon. 
and June, uh, I, I, I dabbled in some Splatoon, uh, and in, in July, okay, so finally July comes, and it was Splatoon. So you didn't care for that game <laughs> at all? No, I just I I kept trying to figure out what the hell was wrong with it, you know? I mean, like, I wanted to, it was like a, like a national treasure to discover, you know? I wanted to figure out what the hell was happening. Sure, um, sure. So yeah, no, Splatoon, uh, Splatoon has been the lead in the year up to this point. And actually, uh, in May, when the anniversary came around, I did the math, and I had over 400 hours easy. It was might have been close to like 450 or something uh, total hours in the game, which, you know, if you do the math, is more than an hour a day on average. That's, that's insane. And uh, and that sounds about right. Because <laughs> there was, for so much, for so long, I was playing at least an hour in the evenings when, uh, when like, my girlfriend would go to bed or just before bed, I would make sure to get it. Or I would even get up early sometimes... Uh, or even if I just naturally did get up early before work, and I was like, yeah, I'll play 20 minutes, you know? Uh, so, definitely played a lot of Splatoon. In August, no jokes aside, I actually did finally play something different. Uh, it was Zelda Twilight Princess HD. But I will comment that the reason that I played that instead was because I felt that I officially quote-unquote beat Splatoon. And by that, I mean I had hit rank 50. Um, I had found every single uh, clothing item and fully maxed out its stats. And stuff like that. So I pretty much had finished the game. So I put it away, played some Twilight Princess HD. That did not stand. I ended up playing a lot of Smash Brothers Wii U uh, in September, which I think was mainly just because I had my nephews over and my cousin and stuff like that. We just, you know, had a lot of fun multiplayer action. In October, SteamWorld Heist was the lead. And that's because I love the SteamWorld series of games. And when Heist came out on Wii U, I had to definitely beat it, even though I had beaten it on the 3DS uh, back in, like, December. Um, then in November, it was Paper Mario Color Splash. I finally got into that and played a, a hell of a lot of that. And I haven't finished it, but it's uh, it's on my to-do list. And then December, um, the reason I haven't beaten Mario is because I'm back into Splatoon. <laughs> so Splatoon <laughs> is, uh, is back on the roster. And I'm guessing it'll be January, February, and March. Uh, it probably won't change until Splatoon 2 comes out. So, So that's me. Splatoon, uh, Splatoon was the lead game for more than half the year, uh, which wraps up my, my love of it uh, pretty appropriately. So, Just recently, I got a, a comment from someone on Miiverse just who d- took the time to, to message me and say, hey, you're really good. I was like, that's cool. Thank you. Oh, I should hope you so. You've devoted enough time to it. It's my only, yeah, it's just the only <laughs> Miiverse uh, compliment I've ever received. So, Aww. Um, That was nice, yeah. Someone from Germany. Wow. So, yeah. But, uh, so in other words, my Splatoon skill is international. Let's just say that. <laughs> you are world famous. Yeah. You could go on tour with that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let, let's not dabble into that. Let's talk into a broader kind of realm here with, uh, for the rest of the podcast. And. Well, for all intents and purposes, that sound means that the episode is over. After about an hour and 40 minutes of actual podcast time, we found that after this segment, we still had another two hours to go. So we figure, let's split the podcast up into two. So thank you for listening to episode 96, where we talked about Now Playing and our 2016 gaming, as far as our Wii U's were concerned. Stay tuned for episode 97, which will be coming out pretty soon, and that's going to be strictly all about the Wii U. It's our Wii U retrospective, and uh, there's so much to talk about in those two hours, we didn't even get to some of the bigger games like Super Mario 3D World, believe it or not. Stay tuned. I hope you enjoyed this one, though, and uh, have a happy holidays, and we'll see you next time.